Today, we're back with our final part with Fishstick from I Don't Know Radio. And today, we're going to talk about balls? Or actor that died. Actor that died, actually. Yeah. It, Charlie Daniels passed yeah. away recently. Cool topic, uh, buddy. Which is sad. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's sad, but also he was like... I was uh, I was like reading up on him after this, like, oh no, he's the devil went down to Georgia guy. But he also said like a lot of really shitty stuff. So then I was like, oh no, that's also sad. Incredibly talented musician. Pretty much everybody in history. Kind of like most people though. Most people be a certain like t- time, like any musician before the cities, they're always kind of shitty people. But sometimes they do really good work. I mean, yeah, there's a, there's a whole death of the artist is a real thing that I believe in. Um, but there's also, like, there's a certain amount that is, like, okay, well, this person, you know, it's not the worst stuff. And then there's some people where you find out, like, oh, they did some real bad stuff. Like, Picasso was a real piece mm-hmm. of garbage. Uh, like, super abusive to his partners and, like, all of this other stuff. And it's like, well, his art was really cool, though. So, like, that one's easier because you can't directly support Picasso anymore because he's mm. toast. Yeah, it's it's interesting um, to when an artist who is a very talented artist does a shitty thing. Like, can you still enjoy the art without directly, like, without it being in support of the shitty person? That's a really hard divorce for a lot of people. My punk rock solution to that, and this is not ethical, uh, is steal yeah. it, pirate it. If there's like the art is still good, the person is shitty, so actively deprive them of benefiting, uh, but still enjoy it I yourself. Mean, which I'm not advocating for anyone to do anything illegal. That is a conceptual, theoretical uh, way that you could get around it. But also, like you know, the concept death of the artist mm-hmm. is like the, you don't art is separate from its creator once it has been released. Uh, there's there's a certain point where. It is bigger than them. Like like J.K. Rowling has said a lot of stuff that is shitty and super misinformed about the trans community. Uh, and so a lot of people are like, well, now Harry Potter's ruined. And it's like, well, no, because it's, it's bigger than just this mm-hmm. one person and what she's said. Like, it still has an importance culturally and yeah. uh, just emotionally. So, like, I, I am a firm believer that you can still enjoy art, even if the person who made it turns out to have been really I 100% bad. agree. I think art transcends its creator. I yeah. think a lot of death of the artist. I think a lot of times the art is actually a lot of times smarter than the creator, mm-hmm. and it, it's like like the artist is a personality. It's it's a, it's you know they're obviously a person who created the thing. Blah 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 blah. But I also feel like there's all these subconscious and unconscious forces that come together to create the art itself. And that those forces are oftentimes not the persona or the person that's actually out there in the world operating. Like, I feel like they're kind of two different things. And so... Right. And plus, once the audience reads their own meanings into it and they've had their own experiences with it and it relates to them in certain ways, it's al- it almost transforms the work even then. Like, um, the, the author created it with a certain intent and puts it out there. Maybe other people read other things into it and it comes to mean something different and it grows and evolves into something different, as well as not really being, like you said, a, a representation of the artist wholeheartedly or anything well, have you ever like like seen like an artist and like they make this work that has this awesome like message and everything or maybe this awesome plot and everything and then it, it's it's like there's this whole message or like say moral to the story but then like the artist 
comes out and says that the oh it was this is actually what it means and it's like no that's not that's not what you wrote <laughs> this is completely antithetical to right, what right, you actually right, right. wrote here so i don't know what you're talking about it's yeah it, it, when people try and explain something like that it, yeah it, it can ruin it or not, not ruin it but you can there's literally points where you can be like no you're wrong person who made this <laughs> at least in the way that i want to enjoy it there's this subjectivity of yeah, it yeah. Or, or so it was a long-winded way for me yeah, just to yeah. say I agree or with you. Or when artists, like, they write a song and it's go on a video and say, this is how I play it. And you're like, that's totally not how you play it. That This is not what it sounds like on the album. Sorry, you're wrong. Oh, I haven't seen that. <laughs> but that's like watching, like, a guitar tutorial of something. Well, it's like Alice Lifeson from Rush. He's like, okay, this is how I play Spirit Radio. And he, like, plays it on, like, the tutorial. And it's like there's actually, like, it, no, that, that's not actually how you play it on the, the album. Yeah, it's it's like it's just wrong. <laughs> it seems it's how he plays it doing? live, but it's like there's actually a funny video where this guy like shows, like I know this is how he says he plays it on the video here, but this is actually not how he plays it. Like don't don't pay attention to him. <laughs> like it sounds fine, I guess, but this is not actually how you play it. That's especially bad because that's like a technical thing in this case of how to play part of an instrument for them to get it wrong is weird or maybe it's uh, evolved over time bizarre well, sometimes i think it's easier to play it live a certain way like okay, like mm -hmm. i love rush mm. rush is amazing they do good live but you know i don't think they okay the, the drummer i forget his name uh neil pert okay amazing drummer he, he does everything amazing alex lifeson amazing guitarist he does great live but i don't think he does as well live as he does in studio. And I'm not saying he does bad live. Hmm. I'm just saying, like, I think in studio he does. He's a better performer. But there, there's. I've noticed some bands are like that. That they're way better. Or some bands are the opposite, where they're just amazing live, but their studio recordings sound like hot dick, like fish. Their studio recordings are terrible, but all of their live recordings from shows, like that's what they've built around, and like those are very good. And usually live recordings can be a bit iffy. But then there's bands like Modest Mouse where they're way better in the studio than they are live. Or, or Train, Train, which is um, hot garbage. Mediocre yeah, or, at best uh, on recording. But I remember hearing them, They did, for some reason, they played Drops of Jupiter at the All-Star Game for baseball one year. Uh, and it was the worst live performance I've ever seen in my entire life. And it was ooh. nationally broadcast. I've seen... I've seen Train like, Live, and they were actually decent. Yeah. Um, They're so bad. They, They're such they bad used band. to be good, man. That first album was cool. Second album was all right. Mm -hmm. And, like, by the time you got to Save Me San Francisco, it was it started to be, uh, started to fall. When when he said, um, uh, I have a, I need a hefty bag to hold your love uh, 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 of, mm. that broke me. When you, when you have to name yeah. drop hefty, and you're saying you're I, I hold your love in my garbage bag, that's not their a romantic lyrics have buddy. always been trash though. Like I mean, even think about like Meet Virginia is probably the most evocative song they've written. But even then, she smokes a pack mm -hmm. a day. Oh wait, that's me. But anyway, like what I just mm -hmm. always assume they weren't taking themselves yeah. seriously. I don't care much for lyrics. I love lyrics, and that's why I train so bad. Thank you for coming. It's good to, my to have place. you on. Steve's <laughs> lyrics are so good. I always. <laughs> Steve's lyrics are good.
Oh, well, thank you guys. That's very humbling. I know I just said I don't care much for lyrics, but I, th th that's, <laughs> there's a lot of caveats <laughs> okay. in there. It's like a whole caveat garden. Mm. That's my favorite Beatles song. Caveat. <laughs> I'd like to be doo -doo -doo. a little bit more specific. <laughs> it's like there's certain lyrics I really like. So like Eminem, his lyrics are really good. Uh, Dio, uh, Ronnie James Dio, his lyrics are really good. Mm -hmm. But you generally... Holy diver, down that's and around in the midnight sea. That, that's um, pretty accurate. The well, there's a there's a kill switch engage version that I like better, but that's because I'm a trash person. There's um, mm -hmm. Modest Mouse again, probably one of my favorite bands. Uh, mm -hmm. Their lyrics are my favorite lyrics because they are all really weird and out there and just evocative of imagery. And sometimes they don't mm -hmm. have meaning. Sometimes they're not. They're really not meant to be taken seriously. Modest Mouse lyrics are probably my favorite style of writing lyrics, where it's it's evocative without being. In, in your face about any particular thing. Third Planet's an amazing song. Yes. Their 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 albums are so underrated because people know like Float On, which is great. I fuck that's a jam. But that's not necessarily indicative of their what all they do. They're really talented for what I would consider very dissonant sound. Yes. And layers and layers. Like I've listened to all of their albums a lot and every and every now and then I'll pick up on a new like guitar line that's in the background mm -hmm. of one part and be like, oh I haven't paid attention to that. They it's enjoyable dissonance, which I have so much respect yes. for. Yes. I, yeah, I, I thoroughly love the way they compose things. And which is why they're not as great live, because it's like a handful of people, you know, and they can't multi-track. Another, another really great artist, uh, lyrical artist that nobody knows uh, in mainstream is uh, Matt Drew, uh, my my good friend. Yo, uh, from Matt o Drew Moses. good shit. He has amazing. I love his vocals. Uh, Zach, his guitar, the guitarist for O Moses, is it's just a two guitarists and one of them's a singer and one's a, a rhythm guitarist, and one does the lead. And amazing, amazing work by both of them. But Matt's lyrics. One time he, uh, I had I had said a lyric and he's and he's like, oh yeah, that's from one of my songs. I'm like, no, that was Dave Matthews. And he's like, no, it's from my song. I wrote it. I would know. Mm. And he showed me, and I'm like. Holy shit, dude. Like, I swore you stole that from somebody. That's like the thing we were talking about earlier with other people thinking they came up with your idea, except you thought Dave Matthews yeah. came up with Matt's idea. <laughs> exactly that. And I love Dave Matthews as, as a lyricist. I, I like the what they do, but um, and like Matt, I, I love Matt Drew's stuff. Yeah, same. Big same. I thoroughly enjoy uh, uh, the album, Oh Moses, the self titled album. Mm -hmm. Or well, no, sorry, it's The Company You Keep. I, I mix it that is up. Indeed. It just says "Oh Moses" in big letters at the top, and there's like that splotch. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, which kind of looks like a COVID cell. Now that I think about it, damn it, Drew, <laughs> Matt Drew, it's, you're responsible for COVID. What I hate about Matt Drew is that <laughs> he plays stuff live, and it sounds so good. Like, like we've had, like especially in the past, Drew's like come with a guitar and this this played stuff, and it's like. Fuck you. Like, why do you have talent? Why are you so good? Like, yeah. why can you sing, play guitar at the same time and have it sound good? Like, even if you're doing it live. Like, I know people do that every each and every day. But a lot of times you play shit live and it's like, ah, okay. Like, you're overrated. Like, but Matt Drew, you play shit live and you're like, fuck you. Stop being so good at just playing stuff. <laughs> My favorite people are the people who are so good at things it's maddening. I love it. I love that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. There was that. It's a similar. Sorry, Nate. There's a there's a time where like Matt Drew and Steve came up with something just like a parody song or something on the fly, and then they just started performing it. I'm like, 
God damn it. Stop, stop. That's how you and I wrote Oven Mitts. Okay. I went home and I like, I I composed it and made it amazing that way. Like, I, like I am more like prepare it in the, in the back and it comes good. Mm. Like Matt Drew is more like just come up with it like in the moment and it sounds amazing. Yeah. It's very impressive. I but definitely sorry. get the being more of like a, like composing and arranging and building something out of pieces rather than. I don't know. It makes me feel like not being a real musician when I'm only good if I have complete creative control over like cutting and chopping and screwing the whole thing. I mean, that's how I am with lyrics. A lot of people can can come up with them on the fly, but I need to have the inspiration and then I want to fine tune it after. Mm. Uh, but I think that there's a lot to be said about the spontaneity in art um, being very a very important part of art. Uh, mm. It doesn't necessarily have to be the only thing, but um for the people who can make it the only thing very impressive it's like catching lightning in a bottle kind of thing mm-hmm. my it's uh my, my method is kind of like i am a very big improviser i love improvising i think i do good with soloing improvising and stuff like that but it's like i take my improvisations and i kind of mold them into something like usable or tenable and that's how i work but it, it's like maybe the original improvisation is not that great it's like i show people my demo mm. work and stuff and they're like Ugh, that needs a lot of work. I'm like, no, 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 d- 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 just just hear the the thing beyond the thing, and, and they can't. But it, right, like I, I can see like what's there, and I think my improvisations are great. But people often have to listen to the finished work to actually like enjoy it. Whereas some people, the finished, or they can come up with something improvised, and it sounds like the finished work. Like you can't know the difference, or, right. or maybe the finished work sounds far better and far you know great. But Matt Drew is definitely one of those artists where. Like the improvisation or where he comes up initially sounds like the finished work a lot of times. Not not me. I don't understand people like that. And it, it, may, it is like it is maddening. It's similar to the feeling when you see a kitten and you're like, I want to hug it and squeeze it until it literally explodes into a pile of blood and guts because it's so cute. You know, the cute aggression. I, it's, I think that's right along that same line of laughter versus crying being the same side, the two sides to the same coin. Right. Uh cuteness and violence are right along that same line right because you know you see a cat and you're just like i want to scruff your face and then you're like ah, and then you're shaking the cat and you're like oh what am i doing poor kitty (laughs) except maybe not like i made that sound scary like i mistreat animals but i was exaggerating to make a point like that feeling how those chickens doing those uh, aggressive chickens oh they're good i don't pet them because they bite (laughs) yeah okay this is this is not a side tangent but there's actually weird biological thing with that uh, neurobiological. So the I think it's called the amygdala. The amygdala is the aggression center of the brain, but it's also the love center of the brain. It's like your reptile brain, isn't it? Uh, is that right? I, isn't that like the part that controls a lot of just like your base, like fight or flight, and all of that other stuff? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. You're 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 completely right. Yeah. So amygdala is it's almost like this little part of the brain, and reptile brain is like a few different things. Gotcha. But that's where I got confused. Uh, so, that's but there's thing. the amygdala, which is a part of that reptile brain, but it's fight or flight, but it's also kind of love part part of your brain. It's a very big bonding part of your brain. And so when you really love something, it's like, you know, that part of your brain lights up a lot. But also when you hate something, get really angry and just want to like, you know, destroy it. That's also the same part of the brain. It's also why a lot of times when you feel this kind of feeling of love or cuteness, you also kind of want to kill it too. It's not like an active, like, I want this to stop existing. It's just like, oh, I want to hug this and, like, hug it really hard. Oh, okay, okay. 
that's fair. So I went a little bit overboard with the analogy, but yes, it, it's kind of why those two feelings are also inextricably linked together a lot of times for people. Not, not myself. Like, I don't love things a lot of times. Like, I'm more just kind of like, oh, that's amusing. But people who do have the kind of those feelings, that's why those exist at the same time. That makes a lot of sense. It's like crosstalk going on between those regions of the brain. Yeah, it's the same thing with, uh, what is it, foot fetishes? People who have a foot fetish, the, the hypothesis behind that is that the, the, what is it, the sensation for the foot, it, like if you look at a map of the brain, the different mappings for like what controls that part of the brain and which controls that kind of uh, part of the body. So like there's a certain part, certain part of your brain that controls your arm, certain part of the brain that controls the foot, and that part that controls the foot is very close to the part that has sexual desire and has sexual arousal. And sometimes huh. those wires get crossed. So the part that... So is that... Oh, sorry, go on. Is that why that's like the most common fetish? Yeah, pretty much. Huh. At least that's huh. the theory. It's just those people tend to have a little bit of crosstalk there with the foot fetish and also the... Uh, the sexual arousal that's why they tend to be there and, and that's why i don't think it's that weird i mean it, it's weird like but, but it's also not okay i think the weird weird there's is nothing stupid. wrong with being weird yeah. it's weird but it's cool yeah yeah <laughs> like, I, I think i hate feet so what's wrong with my brain then uh you built a wall along the southern border ah that's what it is keep those toes out of my sex yeah. please yeah. cover your feet with plastic bags cover up those table <laughs> legs mother that inflaming my sexual order why are you so good uh, voices? I'm not. I'm I'm losing my brains <laughs> over here. Uh, oh, that's right. Talking about neurological crosstalk. Are any of you sun sneezers? I used to be. Yeah. Yeah. You used to yeah. be. If I stick my head out that door and look at the sun, I'm going to sneeze. And people don't believe me that that's what it is. And I have to explain that the the nerves that cause your eyes to dilate or to constrict, that cause your pupils to get smaller, are close to the nerves that cause you to sneeze. And in some people. Uh, and there's like a percentage of the population where uh, high light, high light, high light, where heavy, when bright light will make you sneeze. <laughs> there we go. Mm. Highlights magazine does not do the same thing. Hmm. Well, it, usually when I'm reading highlights, I'm sneezing because I'm at the doctor. Mm. I have never been to the doctor. <laughs> Bold claim. I, I don't believe in it. I get all my medicine from Bill Gates and the microchip he put in my phone. Every time I go to the doctor, he just tells me to <laughs> masturbate. <laughs> I don't think that's a doctor. <laughs> I have a sneaking suspicion that that's not a doctor. Since we're in Fenback City right now, uh, uh, I learned the funnest fact of all time yesterday on the Joe Rogan guest. Uh, you know, I know Fishstick just loves Joe Rogan so much. Okay, but that's his guest. His guest was amazing. I hate Joe Rogan. Oh my God, Joe Rogan can eat my entire ass, and I won't enjoy Ooh, it. He can eat it. Your big ass. He, I'm gonna cut it off, and I'll make him eat it with Is his it? stinky teeth. Raw. He's a garbage person. Continue. I, I wish Joe Rogan was my dad. He'd be the best dad of all Me time. Me too, because then I'd know where he was, so I could give him a piece of my fucking mind. That dude has <laughs> way too much. He's so much bullshit. Uh, Okay, but he had this guest on there who is like this neurobiologist, and he had the most amazing fact I've ever heard, which is the eyes. People think the eyes are just like separate. You know, like you think your hand is just like, oh, this is my hand, right? You know, my hand is appendage. But he he was explaining how your eyes are actually your brain. It's not just like it's part of your brain, or you know, it interfaces with your brain. But if you actually look at how your eyes develop, your brain 
as it's developing, it kind of creates the eyes and actually oh, it like spits them out. Spits them out essentially, and your eyes are oh. not part of your brain; they actually are brain. It like there's no differentiation there. The same, like the same kind of tissue makes up the the nerves in your eyes and the eyes themselves as the as as brain tissue, like that fatty. Yes. But it, it, it's really? a little bit more than that. It, it's like, it's not, it's the same thing that makes it up. It's actually like, it is the same thing. It, it's like. Can, can you send me a clip, but edit out Joe Rogan's voice so I can hear it? <laughs> That'd be a lot of work. So no, but yes. Uh, just send me the clip. Nate, <laughs> Nate, just do a voiceover where you are Joe Rogan interviewing this guy and then put it out on the internet as your interview with yeah, him. Yeah, but say things But say all smarter. the same things. No, don't say the same things. Say things that an say asshole all the wouldn't sa- say. Say all the same things, but smarter. That's that's another idea there too. Like okay, and release it on Pornhub. Like you just have like guests on, and but like for a podcast, that whole show that's on Podcast and H. It's like is there? Yeah, it's uh, it's it's done by Logan. Mm -hmm. That's not Podcast and H though. That's Podcast USA. Oh, Podcast USA. Yeah, but he's from Montana. He does that kind of. His are weird. He did. Yeah, he he stopped doing uh, this is not a podcast, and now he has another one called probably the same thing. He released it on the same RSS feed. So he just like kind of like does a podcast, but he like. No, do you ever you ever see the um, you cannot the Weird Al show? Yeah, yeah. Where he fake interviews people, he cuts in himself on other people's interviews. Yeah, yeah. and then has them fake answer. Mm-hmm. It's that. Okay, okay. But Logan is one of those people who doesn't have so much of a, of a train of thought as he has, like, a highway of thought cars that are all getting into accidents all over the place, and you can't follow it. <laughs> it's His brain the, is it's amazing. The, it's the Weird Al interview segment, if done by uh, Eric Andre on meth. Yeah. I... <laughs> His brain is, is a masterpiece, and I would love it to really just is. insert myself onto the wall of his brain and watch because I don't know, I don't understand right. it. It's it, he really is very very talented. I I think I called it the most avant garde podcast in the world, uh, and I think he thought that was a very good compliment. It, yeah, he's a, I. There's few people where you have no idea what's going on in their head, and he's one of them, and it's amazing. It. It's one of those things where you're like, I don't know if I'm enjoying this or not, but I can definitely say it's art. Right. It's one of those things where it's like, I'm having feelings. There's no doubt this is an art right now. There's art happening to me, uh, and I'll feel something. So, someone, someone arted. <laughs> Who arted? That's my new podcast. Uh, uh, okay. Is that a natural joke that exists, right. or did you just come up with that, Mason? I said it, but I'm pretty sure it's yes, been done because it's the most fucking obvious joke on the planet besides Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's a better that joke. That was a Mason original. <laughs> that one, yeah, that one's... Bye, guys. Thanks for having me. Not all of our guests are able to have free-form banter that works. Mason is not one of the guests. Mason is able to banter like a pro. Oh, thanks. You're pretty much a part of the show. Oh, thanks, guys. Like, I felt bad that I might monopolize the conversation too much. If I die, Nathan, I need you to bring Mason in as the new host. Okay. I'm going to pretend to be Steve, and I'm going to puppet his corpse uh-huh. around in front of the microphone, and, and it's going to be macabre as fuck, but Steve will write that into his will, right? 
Oh, for sure. It's gonna uh, it's gonna be the weekend at Bernie's Claws. Yeah, exactly. Except way more sexual. That's not the word I meant to say, but I couldn't think of a good word. I'm sorry. But it works just the Steve, same. Steve, your butt is nice and your teeth are great. <laughs> I appreciate that. Take notes. I Nate. got what you meant. I need you to apologize, silly. I'm sorry. That's not silly. Uh, I was going to like do oh, the Jim Carrey thing and bend over with my ass. <laughs> oh, I'm oh. sorry, Daddy. <laughs> okay. There's, there's just one. Has this devolved enough? No. Can we stop? No. There's just one last topic I want to get into. <laughs> okay. okay. So w let's say that you are with somebody and you're getting romantic, right? And okay. they ask you how their butt smells. If you say it's smelly... Is that offensive? I mean, is is that like I don't know? I mean, because th that's how butts should be, right? I mean, if a butt's not smelly, it's not. I don't know. My initial response was very middle ground, and it'd be it's fine. Okay, it's fine. It's all right. It, that's it's the greatest question in quantum mechanics. If a butt doesn't <laughs> smell, is it really a butt? Yeah, it's, if it walks like a butt and talks like a butt. Okay, it's a duck. It's a duck. It's Joe Rogan. It's Joe Rogan. <laughs> Got him, dude. Take that, you big fucking idiot. Your stupid problematic platforming of pieces of shit. Garbage man. Oh, fucking eat it. Yeah, Steve. Okay. Okay. One oh, last, oh, boy, One last question. <laughs> Nate's, Nate's just going to cut that well, out. He's like, here's, no, Daddy Rogan. I'm I, I mad. Okay. Here's my, here's my legit thing on that, okay? I'm sorry. Honesty is always the right answer. Hard stop, end of thought. Mm, yeah. But, why? well, Nate, let's let's elaborate on the question. Why would they ask that in the middle of coitus? Okay. There's not a real reason. It's, it's not a thing. But, okay, I have, I have a uh, side modus operandi with that question. I have, uh, like, okay. So, okay. I, I smell good. Like, I bathe. Like, I don't think, okay, there's times I smell bad. I'm a person. But I keep very good care of my body. I, 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 I wash myself very well. But there's something about myself where it's like, I wash my balls, they still smell. It's like, I could shower, take a bunch of soap, like, I, I scrub them. Like, I do a very good job. Like, like there should be no smell left. I get out, I, I, I touch my hand to my balls, I smell my hand, it smells like balls still. Oh, that's weird. Because I was, I was going to say, I'm sure that if you spent all of your time tucked between two hot, dark thighs trapped in a layer of thick cloth, you'd start smelling bad, because that's what balls, how they live. But if you're talking immediately after showering, perhaps you need to use Dawn dish soap, because it's a strong surfactant and can break yep. down oils. I've used Dove soap, which is very good. Not Dawn, but Dove. And then right after, I've used uh, Old Spice body wash. Okay. And it doesn't smell like Old Spice. It smells like balls. The body wash on the rest of your body smells like balls? Uh, the body wash on the rest of my body smells like body wash. If, if I smell my arms, smell my armpits. Okay, okay. armpits always smell great, right? I mean, after a shower. Mm -hmm. I, I touch my armpits. I'm like, oh, hey, this smells like, uh, you know, Dove. Or this smells like Old Spice. Touch my balls. Smell my hand. Huh. Balls. So the question here really was about myself. I I'm sorry I misled you guys. But the question is, maybe 
an asshole just smells like an asshole. Mm-hmm. So that's why Joe Rogan always smokes his big stupid cigars to get the smell out of the room. So here's the here's a really good way to handle that, Nathan. It sounds like you're sorry, really concerned that you're going to get yourself into an embarrassing situation where you say the wrong answer when asked that really important question at an important time. So here's a masterful tip that you can use well outside of this if you can conceptualize it. <laughs> That's kind of reverse, <laughs> reverse, reverse the question. Reverse the question. So, can you smell uh, my balls? <laughs> no, no, no. D- does does my butt stink? Like, oh yeah, baby. What do you think? Now they're gonna tell you what they want to hear, and then you can just agree with them. What? Now, I don't want you to misconstrue the fact that I'm gonna have trouble putting together a response to be some kind of tacit mm-hmm. agreement with this tactic. Mm-hmm. But I have a hard time putting together any kind of a counter argument. Okay. So that means I'm right, right? Does my butt smell? What do you think? It's pretty far from my nose. I'm asking a question. Mm-hmm. Are we having a dialogue or intercourse? I don't know. Put it in me. That's how I imagine that conversation would continue. So is and that that's a, a win, right? I mean, is that a bad thing? Or Nate, why did you say butt instead of balls, though? Like why what <sighs> I feel like there's another secret layer to this on top of that. Have you tried putting your hand in your butt and then smelling it after you've showered? And does it smell like butt? Okay. Okay. We're, we're going to a place I didn't want to go. This may just be an issue if you're not paying enough attention when you're okay. washing those areas. Though it sounds like you have because you've had concerns. So you really scrub it and it still smells like balls. Okay. First, I want to say, fuck you, fish stick. You caught into my plan. Because I just wanted you guys to agree with me, to be honest. I knew there was another layer. God damn it. Okay. Coming clean. All right. Okay. 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 I'm not coming clean. That's the issue. See, my, my point was that I just wanted to have you guys say, oh, yeah, like when I wash my balls, like, like they smell too. Nate's going to mail us a scratch and sniff of his nuts. You know, it just smells like balls. That's just how balls smell. That's not what I want okay. it to be. Like, like, it, like, you know, there's no, say, cleaning of an asshole. That doesn't make it not smell like an asshole. That's just how they smell, right? Same with balls. Oh. Oh. Um, so this was a test if we were supportive friends and we failed, is what you're saying. No, no the, the, I, I had a hypothesis. The hypothesis. Okay, that we would say that. Yes. That an asshole just smells like an asshole. And there's no scrubbing of balls. There's no, say, a application of fragrance that doesn't make balls not smell like balls i mean it's, it's gonna smell like fragrance but also balls and that's just how they smell and, and that i don't know if that's true well it depends on the question nate's got stinky parts and he's trying to now he's post rationalizing it like we talked about way back so so what's the question? And that's what's happening, is that Nate's like, no, no, it was all an experiment. My balls don't smell. <laughs> and that's where we are. Oh, no, no, no. Do they? Nate, you have thrown so many twists. I can't. I need a fucking conspiracy board with red thread and tacks. I'm going to be very to the point here. The whole point of that question, the whole point of this dilute was you guys to say that sometimes the thing is just the thing. You know, asshole smells like asshole. Balls smell like balls. There's nothing you do about it. 
It's, it's like, you know, sometimes someone, you have a friend, the friend smells, and you say, oh, just, just take a bath, just take a shower, and you'll smell better. That's true, right? Generally. Okay. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. But, you. you know, you take some other things, right? And that thing is just the, the thing in itself, right? You know, maybe your face, maybe you can get plastic surgery, maybe these things can do to it, but, you know, you know, there's not much you can do to improve it, right? Like, Steve, take your face, about as good as it's going to get. Take my face, about as good as it's going to get. Maybe there's some things I can do to make it a little bit better. Maybe there's some things I can do to make it not worse. But that's just how, I, you know, how it is. Mm-hmm. But, you know, t- yeah. I, I, my, my thought here was that was just my balls, right? You know, m- maybe that's just how they are. Maybe, th- maybe they just kind of smell. But I was hoping that that was the case. Is this like some perverted version of waiting for Godot? Like, what is this soliloquy about? You said you're going to get to the point, and I feel like we're still miles away, and we're just like circling your balls. Do your balls <laughs> smell, Nate? Even when you wash them? Yes. The problem. But it sounds like you guys' balls don't smell when I wash them. It smells no, like it sounds, it sounds they like, don't. You know, like like they just th- that's the problem. Okay, so you know what you need is you need a soap <laughs> that breaks down oils better because you probably just have oilier skin down there, dude. I have dry skin and I need to moisturize, and sometimes it gets dry down there, and that sucks. But I don't have an oil <laughs> problem, I have the opposite. So it sounds like you just need a soap that has a stronger surfactant. Is that what you wanted? You could have just oh. said my balls stink. Help. Instead of, oh my god, yeah, man. <sighs> okay, I, I and don't say this wasn't the point because I just don't believe you anymore. <laughs> Nate, you just okay. You guys are just Nate, there. You, just got, you got j- oil j- balls rubbing it in. You're just like, oh yeah, my Nate, balls. You just got no, oil it's balls. okay. My balls oh, never smelled. Uh, like, like I didn't know the point of this conversation. I wasn't trying to rub this in. Uh, yeah, okay, Nate, your balls smell. Nate, uh, yeah, just just get better soap. Uh huh. Here's the thing. I, I, I don't think your balls smell too bad. I'm sure that it's not as bad as you're thinking. I'm sure that it's just a self-conscious thing, and it's okay because we are human beings that are just these nasty, gross monkeys that have decided to live inside in sterile houses, so we have this obsession with cleanliness. And it's okay that your big, gross monkey body does big, gross monkey body stuff sometimes. Mine does. Steve's body does things that I'm sure would break the Geneva Convention. It's okay to have stank balls, and it's not something to be ashamed of. And if you hate it, get stronger soap. It's, it's, I'm not shaming you. It's okay. I have a giant nose. I can't get better soap to fix that. <laughs> I have. I've scrubbed the hell out of it, and then it just bleeds, and I taste the blood because I think I have a neurological problem. When you hit your nose, do you taste blood? Okay. I do. Yes. Hey, Nate. Oh? Hey, Nate, I got a question. Did you, did you ask your girlfriend if the smelly balls is a problem? That's the, probably the most important person. Okay, 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 yeah. okay. This goes to another, I haven't asked her since, but there's this time where it's like, it, it's like, I got a blowjob, and she's like, uh, can you shower? And th- th- the thing is, I showered. When, though? Uh, like, an hour before. Oh, like, only one hour before? Okay. Okay, right, right. I mean, it's not like she was licking my balls or anything, but I'm just like, okay, okay, I'll shower. Yeah. So, so then I showered. Maybe I used a little too much soap. And she came back to it, and she's like, eh, I don't know. doesn't taste that great. And I'm like, okay. And so then, 
it, it's like yeah, that would, working out. That would, <laughs> it happened in the shower. And she's like, uh, it's like, what? And she's like, it tastes like coffee. I'm like, what? It, it just tastes like coffee. No, Nate, you're... <laughs> oh, Jesus. Nate, your balls don't stink. Her breath does. Is this what it's all been about? Flavored lube. No, Flavored I, lube. I don't, I don't want to put that on, on her. Um, fuck, I don't, fuck, that fuck. Would, that would... I did, yeah, we did hear about it, but they stink like mint, not like coffee. But the thing is, that would ruin my So did you get creamer too, and so don't feel bad. milk, uh, my stinky <laughs> milk teeth and sugar? And my stinky teeth and me. My stinky teeth, stinky teeth. <gasps> Sing with me. Have well, I did. Yeah. I did hear about yeah. her stinky teeth. Mm-hmm. My stinky teeth and me. My stinky teeth. My stinky teeth. Are you singing? Are you singing Chip Skylark? Parody, yes, which is already a parody in and of itself, Nathan. Damn it, Steve. Oh, god, you know what? We need to talk. <laughs>